Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Baker. It's Wednesday, uh, middle of the week. I hope everybody is having a good day thus far. I understand you know, lots of you are currently at home being quarantined right now. Um, I hope you haven't exhausted all of your Netflix, Hulu, Disney streaming, et cetera, et cetera, viewing options. I, I know I haven't. I've been I've been pacing myself, you know, not to to overdo it just because, you know, uh, eventually you won't have anything to watch. Uh, you know, uh, the one the one sh- uh, movie that I've been kind of pushing back and kind of waiting for the right time to watch um, is Miracle, the 2004 film about the Miracle on Ice team, the 1980 uh, underdog team, I guess you could say USA team that went on to not only beat the Soviet Union, the best team in the world, but is, you know, went on to beat Finland in the gold medal game to capture the gold medal uh, at Lake Placid. And, you know, it's one of those movies where I feel like, you know, obviously you have a favorite movie. You're going to watch it a lot of times. And, I'm, you know, Miracle isn't necessarily one of my favorite movies, but it is one of my favorite sports movies of all time. And, one of those movies of course that you could watch over and over again on repeat but you don't necessarily want to do that because i feel over time it does lose its the specialness of the movie and what you know the purpose of the movie was um and why am i speaking about this why am i discussing you know a a movie that was released in 2004 ironically around the same time the last time the lightning won the Stanley Cup finals and ironic coincidentally i just uh if you haven't been listening i've just been i just finished up a whole entire little mini series i guess you could call it that or a segment uh, a week week long segment in which i recap the 2004 Stanley cup finals between your tampa bay lightning and the calgary flames and i go game by game so if you haven't listened to that yet go ahead and listen to that um I had a lot of fun rewatching those games as well as, you know, discussing and recapping them as well. Uh, but like I said, if you haven't gotten a chance to you know, watch those games, go ahead and watch them. And then, of course, you know, go ahead and listen uh, to to the recaps that I had and, you know, my thoughts and analysis of those games. So why am I discussing Miracle? You know, uh, it's because one of my favorite hockey games of all time. And I'm not talking about video games. I'm discussing you know, actual hockey games that occurred in real life. Uh, my favorite hockey game of all time is the 2010 gold medal game in the Olympics in Vancouver against Team Canada and Team USA. And I feel like, in a way, if you were to stack up the hype of, you know, obviously the the US, USSR game versus Team USA in 1980 uh, against the you know canada usa game i feel like in a way those teams you know those games had a lot of hype behind them obviously the stakes were were different then and of of course the things going on around the world at those times were a lot different um you know of course during the 1980 game you got the cold war going on so and you know we, we there's really no bad blood between the united states and canada other than the fact that canada has just been you know, really laying the spanking on USA for the most part for the last 20 to 25 years. Uh, and they do have a majority of the talent coming out of Canada into the NHL, 
But at the same time, you know, you kind of seen a a change in the tide since then. I feel that uh, the USA program has gotten a lot better, um, as well as you know the talent coming, you know, from the USA into the National Hockey League is a lot better. Uh, so you know, that's a maybe that was kind of a motivation. Um, that game served as a motivation towards the USA, the United States Hockey Association, as to maybe change up the way they do things. But things are also different now. Um, the Olympics no longer has professionals. And I think that that adds a little bit more specialness to these games when these two teams do will play each other. You know, um, Canada still has the upper hand, I believe. I believe that they have a ton of talent, a lot of young talent coming out in their system. Uh, but USA does too. They have a lot of young young players that are in college as well playing junior hockey. Um, so that would be, that would be something to look forward to. But let me talk about um, this game, the, the 20, the, the 1980 game, and then we'll, we'll dive into the 20, 2010 game. So the 1980 game um, just, you know, obviously I haven't really watched the real footage of the game, but just speaking to, those who did, who, you know, were alive and did watch the game when it did happen in real time, as well as you know, what it meant to them at that moment in time, as well as, you know, just going off from what I've learned, uh, which I watched in the movie, which, you know, I did some fact checking of, you know, the, the movie for the most part is pretty a- uh, accurate, but, you know, you got to just check your sources now and then with that stuff, just because, you know, uh, movies just tend to dramatize a lot of things that happen in real life to kind of, you know, really uh, make the movie more entertaining for those who aren't necessarily into the sports aspect of it. So the 1980 team, uh, just a bunch of college kids, you know, um, it seemed like uh, in the beginning of the movie, they're really trying to push hard the Minnesota hockey versus Boston hockey uh, rivalry that was going on at the time. Um, and I guess that was just because, you know, at that moment in time and, you know, you could kind of see it in today's college hockey and just what, you know, where a lot of the American players are, are from around the NHL is that, you know, there's a lot, a ton of talent coming out of Minnesota and Boston. So yeah, you could see why there's some, um, you know, there's some, there's some rivalry there going on and, you know, you could see how, why that could be a little tense putting those players together and trying to make that work, um, especially at the Olympic level when you're going up against a lot of, you know, a lot of great talent from across the world. And, uh, you know, you get, you you just got to chalk that up to just how great a coach Herb Brooks was, uh, you know, obviously he was very successful at the college level. So he kind of had an idea how to approach these players, um, you know, since all of them being, you know, uh, college hockey players and some of them actually did play for him at the college level. Uh, but the one thing I would have liked to have seen more from this movie is, you know, kind of the, the back and forth interactions the players had um, in the locker room and outside the locker room, just, you know, because of course these, you know, these friendships and chemistry and, you know, whatever word you want to throw in there to describe the camaraderie that this team had. Um, I want to see how it was really formed because, you know, I, of course this, uh, this, this movie doesn't, tell the whole story you know it, it does a very good job of you know trying to do that but you know i believe there's a lot of you know i'm a big fan i'm sure a lot of you are as well as you know seeing what happens behind closed doors and you know that we kind of got to look into that as hockey fans when they did the 
Road to the Winter Classic specials a couple of years ago. Um, that's one thing I wish they could bring back, just because I'm sure a lot of hockey fans would love to see. You know, even if it's not the Road to the Winter Classic, maybe do kind of like a training camp kind of special thing where, you know, you, they follow a team around for about, you know, the whole month of September, maybe even like uh, late August to when, you know, the rookies especially show up for rookie camp and whatnot. So that would be a pretty fun thing to uh, see, and hopefully they could bring it back. I know they've released um, and they're they're airing a lot of the old Road to the Winter Classic ones. So if you haven't watched those yet, go ahead, um, you know, check your local listings. I'm sure you can find it on, you know, probably NBC or whatever channel they might have it on. So we all know the story of, you know, how the 1980 team did. Um, if you not if you haven't yet there, I think there's a documentary that just came out to, uh, you know, commemorate the 40 year 40th year anniversary of Team USA capturing the gold medal and going on that run. Um, the thing that I found incredible about this, about this whole story is that they were behind in every game that they won. Um, you know, they came from behind and that's, that's no small feat. That's especially for uh, a bunch of players, just as this, when you have the, the deck stacked against you as they did, um, you know, it, it's, it's an, it's a pretty incredible thing. And, you know, to go through, not only the wear and tear of playing players against players that are, you know, bigger and stronger and faster than you, but just the kind of like the, the grind of the practices and the conditionings that Herb Brooks put his team through, uh, you know, everybody who's seen the movie knows the part where they, I believe they tie against Norway and then Herb Brooks keeps them on the ice and they do the laps and especially after the game. And, you know, you really don't hear that at all going on in the NHL, except maybe the, when a team plays poorly, you know, maybe they'll have like a morning skate the next morning early to where the coach will make the team do laps and such and that. But you don't really hear that much just because I guess, you know, nowadays, you know, the culture is different. You know, it's not like the old days where or even in high school sometimes now where you'll, you know, coaches will really get on their players about certain things, not just about how they they play a game, but how their attitude during the game is. Um, you really don't hear uh, – Coaches in any of the professional levels uh, really do that just because, you know, I think it's more so you have millions of dollars on the line. And, you know, I think the organization and the coaches look at these players as, you know, the utmost professionals. And that's the kind of thing they really don't need to worry about at the same time. But I, I think, you know, the I don't think the organizations would want their coaches doing that either just because, you know, at the end of the day, these, these players are investment. But moving forward, so yes, of course, uh, Team USA uh, ends up playing the Soviet Union, and it's back and forth game, rough and tumble. You know the kind of old school hockey that you would predict at the time going on. Uh, you know the USSR really trying to impose their their size and their will upon the smaller uh, and younger USA team. Just think about it; these guys on USA have only playing together for maybe about a year, maybe seven months. Whereas they said in the movie, and I read online, a lot of these guys on the Soviet Union team were playing together for about a decade. So that just shows you, you know, how how well this team uh, gelled together in the coming months before these Olympic Games, as well as, you know, dealing with the pressure. You know, obviously the media hype back then in terms of coverage probably wasn't as big as, as it could potentially be now if something like this were to happen. Um Especially, you know, if you want to look at the media coverage in terms of, you know, how big it was back then. Of course, it meant um, 
a lot to not only the uh, the fans but the media as well um, what the significance of this game was uh, to the American fans. But let's look at you know the size of the media and how much stuff it could possibly like think take that game and put it in today's uh, you know with the, how many outlets you have today and it's probably just constant constant USA coverage as you go ahead with you know every game in the Olympics. But I mean, I, I believe in my opinion, just because I was young and, you know, I believe that Team USA had the, they definitely had the talent in 2010 to possibly win a gold medal and they almost did. And I think a lot of people were definitely shocked when um, not only they went into that Canada game, but they kind of, you know, they held their own, of course, and the game went to overtime. And if anybody ever watched that game, of course, you know that, uh, and you've heard me talk about it a little bit before on the show that, you know, the game ended in overtime with a Sidney Crosby goal, uh, to win it in front of the fans in Vancouver. Um, unfortunate loss for the team USA, but why am I comparing these two games also? Just because there was a quote in this movie that really stuck out to me. And at the end, um, Kurt Russell, who plays Herb Brooks in the movie, um, he stated that he believes that not really a, a kind of miracle on ice situation will ever occur like this. You know, obviously I'm, you know, I'm not fully quoting it correctly. You know, if you want to go back and look for the exact quote, go ahead and, you know, tweet it to me at LO underscore lightning, or, you know, go to my personal page at AP Danker, D E N K E R, um, on Twitter. And if you have any comments or questions, um, you know, what, what do you think about what stuck out the most to this move for this movie for you? Um, you know, go ahead and email the show at locked on lightning at gmail.com. And yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll definitely hit back at you with that probably on Twitter, leave, leave your Twitter handle, you know, and I'll give you a shout out, you know, whether it's on Twitter or on future episodes, um, to answer all your questions. But yeah, so why am I discussing this? Because he, had a comment, um, or I guess a quote, you could call it, that a you know he doesn't believe a miracle and ice kind of situation like this will happen. I mean, if it does, it won't be as special as this one, just because you know now that they had professionals at that moment in time, they had professional players playing in the Olympics. But since then, you know, now we we're back to amateurs. Will we have a situation like that now? I don't believe so because I believe that the odds aren't as stacked. Like, obviously, the top two teams that, you know, are going to play against each other, in my opinion, are USA and Canada. I mean, that's the the rivalry. Um, you know, of course, not to discredit anything, you know, that the women have done. They've played absolutely incredible in the last Olympics, beating Canada um, in a shootout to win the gold medal. Um, you know, that was a great game. But I'm talking about more so on the men's side. Um, you know, the men, they, they had a couple of poor showings out there and a couple of events in the last couple of years, but I think that they're on the up and up and, but I don't think that, you know, the, the, the level of talent is so much swayed in Canada's favor. Now, I think that, uh, team USA as a whole, whether it's the women or the men's has really made big strides, um, since, you know, since probably the early two thousands. To where, you know, the level of competition is, you know, not that much swayed in Canada's favor. And I do believe that Canada is still the favorite, of course. Do I believe that it's going to have like a miracle on ice type situation? 
to it or maybe an atmosphere. No, I don't believe that. But yeah, going forward, I do think that Team USA could definitely pull off the upset. And if and when it does, and I believe it will eventually, um, it will be absolutely incredible. I'm sure that people, especially, you know, hardcore hockey fans who, you know, are rooting for the United States will be going wild just as, you know, they did uh, back in 1980. Now, having watched Miracle and having watched the majority of the, the great hockey movies, you know, Slapshot, um, if you haven't watched um, The Rocket, which is, I think, an incredible movie, it's about uh, Maurice Richard, you know, one of the greatest hockey players of all time. The Richard Trophy is obviously named after him, uh, and that goes to the player who has scored the most goals, who leads the goal, who leads the NHL in goals every year. Um, and, you know, the usual recipient recipient of that trophy has been Alexander Ovechkin for, you know, the duration of his career. Uh, Sean Avery, former Ranger, former Dallas Star, former Detroit uh, Red Winger. He's also in that movie. There's a pretty cool scene where he plays kind of like uh, Richard's rival at the time. And him and Richard kind of have a scrap in the game. And it's it's a pretty cool scene. To, to watch uh, definitely, you know, when you have those hockey movies and, you know, you see some former players that you recognize in, in the movie. Uh, but another hockey movie, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, obviously there's the goon movies. Those were pretty cool. I thought goon one definitely was a lot better than goon two. Um, but having said that, you know, obviously, of course there's the mighty duck movies as well. Um, and I saw that there was talk that they might do a reboot, which I really hope they won't. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people, you know, that 90s kids and 2000s kids and whomever, you know, who were old enough and very much enjoyed those movies probably agree with me to some extent that, you know, it's just some, just because you can reboot it that doesn't mean you should. Um, but, you know, after talking about all these movies, I, and, you know, just thinking about them after watching Miracle, I was wondering, you know, what's going to be the next hockey movie that you think is going to come out? You know, there's a lot of storylines you could probably talk about. Um, you know, I, you know, maybe I'm just being biased, but I would love to see a movie on that 2010 USA team, or maybe it could be a, a biography, um, biopic movie. You know, I would think maybe the, the best move would probably be about Wayne Gretzky. Um, then again, I don't know much about Wayne Gretzky's life to maybe where that would be a good movie, no disrespect to the great one, of course, but, uh, or maybe even they could do a movie on or maybe just the documentary, or just something. So I feel like, you know, there needs to be, there's not enough hockey movies out there, especially for the hardcore hockey fans. Um, you know, obviously, if you look at the other sports, there's, you know, plenty of football movies, there's plenty of baseball movies. Um, there's definitely, you know, a good number, you know, just thinking about off the top of my head, a good number of basketball movies as well. Um, but, you know, you do have your, your hockey movies, but, you know, for the most part, they off the top of my head thinking about some of them they're more so comedy they're not exactly um kind of like in the serious side to like uh miracle is so i'm just curious uh you guys you know uh reach out once again reach out to the twitter uh shoot us an email uh let me know what you think should be the next hockey movie um or if there needs to be another hockey movie that needs to be made in terms of maybe a serious side uh just you know off the top of my head events maybe we could they could have a movie um in the next i don't know maybe 10 years 10 15 years where it discusses the st louis blues team because what they did you know regardless of how your opinions are about 
that St. Louis Blues team that won the Stanley Cup uh, finals last year. You know, they they were last in last place uh, at the All-Star break, and then they come all the way back, um, you know, to win the whole thing. So I think story like that, I think Disney could definitely do something like that where they take that story, obviously dramatize it a little bit to some extent for, you know, the people that are not so much into hockey but do want to see a good um, sports story. So, you know, those are just some ideas. Maybe do... Maybe do a, a movie about, you know, the the forming of the, the NHL. Maybe do one about, you know, the original six teams. Uh, just, you know, I'm just spitting off the top of my head, of course. Um, you know, I would love to see maybe, you know, obviously for Lightning fans, maybe see a movie on the 2004 team. Or most likely that would probably deserve a documentary just because not a lot of time has passed. And, you know, there wasn't really, especially in that playoff run, there really wasn't many... I guess, quote-unquote, dramatic um, headlines going on. Other than, uh, I believe it was game one or game two, where Dan Boyle's house um, had damage due to a fire during the game going on. But, you know, it didn't really displace him. I spoke about that in the recap where, yeah, it was an unfortunate situation uh, and just the absolute worst time for it to happen, especially when you're playing in, one of the biggest series and games of your career thus far. And, you know, you, now you have to go home and worry about, you know, your belongings and, you know, everything going on with your house. But it wasn't exactly like he was displaced. I had mentioned in the episode that he had a house in Florida um, already just because of what his time with playing with the Florida Panthers prior to the Tampa Bay Lightning. But as well as uh, the, the front office, the Lightning front office already came out and said that they were going to help uh, boil, you know, during that time. So that's it for my, uh, rambling movie talk. I'm a huge movie fan. I love watching, um, you know, any type of movie, especially sports movies. So if you guys have any recommendations, especially during all this downtime that we're having, uh, towards maybe a sports movie that, you know, you really like, uh, doesn't have to be hockey, could be literally any sports movie. It could be, you know, basketball, football, baseball, uh, soccer, rugby, whatever. Um, if you have a movie that you really, really much enjoy and you want to, you want to, you know, reach out to me and, you know, give me that advice. Um, I would love to hear it and maybe we could, I could have you on the show and we could talk about it. Um, so yeah, we, uh, that's it for the movie talk. Uh, you know, a little update on the NHL news going forward with, uh, with what will be happening with the show, uh, with, uh, the season. Still no update. I think that the NHL right now um, is just sitting and waiting to see how this whole pandemic situation is going to turn out. You know, there's a lot of talk out there in the news saying that it could kind of end or I guess subside by July or so. Um, I don't know if the NHL wants to wait that long to continue the season. Um, they they have already stated on numerous occasions that they are going to award a Stanley Cup champion this year. So I'm very curious, I'm sure, as well as a lot of hockey fans, as to how that situation is going to play out. Um, so we'll, we'll just have, right now, unfortunately, we're just playing the waiting game. Um, but in the meantime, uh, check on, uh, you know, for upcoming episodes. Obviously, we'll still be coming to you Monday through Friday um, daily. So, you know, obviously, we're gonna. I'm going to do my best to, bring exciting content to you guys uh to for your enjoyment 
Um, and after you're done watching, uh, listening, excuse me, because this is a podcast, you can't watch a podcast. I guess if you're sitting there watching your computer, just staring at it, um, you know, looking into the abyss of what is the sports purgatory that we are living in right now. Um, you know, if if you have free time on hands, which I'm sure if you're quarantining, you know, unfortunately, if you're not working right now or if you're, you know, you're working at home and really not a lot's happening, head over to the Locked On NHL channel. They, um, you know, I mentioned on my last show, they had a great episode out um, the other day about, you know, the the potential winners of the Calder Trophy. The Obviously, that's the NHL's Rookie of the Year award. Uh, you know, a lot of good young players uh, in this league right now. Very exciting future. Uh, guys like Quinn Hughes, Cal McCarr, um, a lot of defensemen. So, you know, just go on over and check out that. Really helps uh, the network a lot. Really helps the show. Um, you know, and stay tuned for future episodes of Locked On Lightning. Um, and make sure to follow and download, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, really helps the show a lot. Um, and will really help the show going forward, especially when things start to pick up again. And because I would love to keep bringing you news about not only hockey, but, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning. So that's been it for Lock On Lightning, part of the Lock On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. Have a good one. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.